from MG Digital, this is the Daily Beat for Wednesday, August 9 with Ifya Yaboa. In the ongoing trial of Michael Nyiniku, former CEO of the now-closed Beige Bank, Assistant Superintendent of Police, Joseph Abednego Asha, has clarified that the bank did not directly entrust depositors' funds to Nyiniku. Instead, the funds were used to cover services for nine companies owned by Nyiniku. In a cross-examination, ASP Asha, the fifth prosecution witness, admitted that although Nyiniku owned the nine companies receiving the transactions total Selling 21,123,270 Ghana cities, he did not directly benefit from these transactions. Nineku has denied allegations of stealing 340 million Ghana cities from depositors and money laundering, leading to the closure of his bank after the banking cleanup exercise by the Bank of Ghana. Nineku was granted bail at 342 million Ghana cities with two sureties and was required to deposit his passport with the course registry. ASP Asha acknowledged that Nineku served as the bank CEO and that his involvement in the transactions under scrutiny was part of his duties. ASB Asha also informed the courts that payments of 300,000 Ghana CDs, 450,000 Ghana CDs were not for Nineku's personal gain, that 300,000 Ghana CDs was marked as director's expenses and the 450,000 Ghana CDs was listed as a deposit for shares. The case is set to resume on October 13, 2023. Dr. Papa Kwesi Indum, the founder of the Progressive People's Party, PPP, has criticized the media for not providing enough coverage to minor political parties in the country. His remarks come at a time when there are growing concerns about the limited involvement of minor political parties in national discussions. During an exclusive interaction with the media, the prominent business figure pointed out that the inadequate funding of activities for minor political parties is a significant factor contributing to this issue. Indum emphasized that despite their political efforts, the lack of financial resources prevents these parties from gaining sufficient public attention. He believes that the media has disproportionately focused on just two political parties that are considered the main players in the country's politics. For the third consecutive month, Ghana's inflation rate has increased, reaching 43.1% in July, up from the previous level of 42.5%. On August 9, the government's statistician, Professor Samuel Kobena Enim, unveiled the consumer price index data for July 2023. Food prices experienced a significant surge, rising by 55%, while non-food items saw an increase of 33.8%. Professor Enim underscored the need to combine monetary assistance with interventions in the real sector to tackle inflation effectively. The persistent inflation has led to a devaluation of the Ghanaian currency, impacting the overall cost of goods and services across the nation. This uptick from 42.5% to 43.1% will have repercussions on various sectors of the economy. A member of the National Democratic Congress, NDC, and women's organizer, Madame Epia Efriye Inkumewu, has been fired for expressing her support for Alan Kwejo Tremating, an aspiring leader of the New Patriotic Party, NPP. She was let go after a video of her backing Alan during the Kumewu by-election went viral. Despite being from the NDC, she mentioned that she would vote for Alan if he became the NPP's flag bearer in the 2024 elections. She praised Alan's vision for the 
the country and its potential to inspire young people. Madam Efriye, who now calls herself a floating voter, got a dismissal letter. Meanwhile, at a gathering for delegates from Kumewu, Afram Queens, and Ifibiase Asokore constituencies, many pledged to support Allen's bid in the presidential primary. The Ghana Revenue Authority GRA, has announced its plan to introduce a tax stamp on textiles within the country. Edward Jambra, the commissioner responsible for domestic tax at the GRA, shared this information during an interview on Umia TV. The GRA aims to curb the importation of counterfeit textiles while also generating revenue through this initiative. Starting from October 1, 2023, this program will be launched and there will be a transitional period for industry participants. During the initial three months, individuals involved will have the opportunity to comply with the new requirements. However, by January 2024, strict enforcement of the law will be implemented at entry points. Mr. Jambra emphasized that those who violate the regulations will face illegal consequences. And that is it for today's edition of The Daily Beat. Catch you next time.